0: your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Laughing Loudly. Um, laughing loudly loving deeply with Dr. Faith happy happy summer to you guys I hope all of you are doing well thank you so much for joining us all of you who are able to tune in domestically as well as internationally thank you so much for your support Um, we hope that you have been able to get out and get some R&R and rejuvenate with this wonderful wonderful weather that we're having here um, in the Northeast it seems it took summer a little while to get here but it's certainly here So we hope all of you guys are indulging and have a, having a great time. Um, thank you for joining the platform that uh, seeks to bring you real solutions to real problems. And um, today's guest um, is no stranger to that concept, uh, nor is she a stranger to me. As a matter of fact, I'm so excited to have her on and i'm going to introduce her in just a few minutes but before doing so i just want to take the time to make an announcement um and actually there are two uh, the first one is we have been engaging our pilot series with voice america for the past um nine to ten weeks and you guys promised that you would tune in that you would support the program and and you actually have. So I have to say thank you so much. And because of you, we have renewed um, our partnership with them and we will continue spreading love around the world um, starting July 4th through the end of September so because of you and your partnership you're, you're, you've you encouraged us to do so so we're actually going to move forward <laughs> and continue doing what we do so thank you so much and secondly a big 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 shout out to the administration over at Toro College of Osteopathic Medicine there in Harlem, New York uh, The falcon- they have asked me to join the faculty there and I have graciously accepted um what an honor what an honor thank you guys so much um, because of this partnership we're going to be able to bring you live broadcast and live programming um, from um, uh, on site so it's going to be a wonderful wonderful thing for both the un- for the college for me for you for the community there in Harlem we're seeking to get out and uh, meet everyone as many people as we can and we ask that you join us um, live um, and during our live broadcast as frequently as you can so thank you so very much and and since it's been a minute, since we've been here and we're getting to do this live, um, I have to thank you and thank my guest today. In the She's in the person of First Sergeant Angela Tribus. Um, she's a very, very special guest, not only because of what she does, but because of who she is and what she means to me. Um My relationship, and this is a relationship platform, my relationship with Sergeant Tribus goes back um, to our childhood. It is one of the oldest relationships that I have in my life, and you talk about ride or die. (laughs) Ride or die chicks, she's certainly one of them, and I could not be more honored, more um, humbled to have her as a guest on this program, as as we grew and and had fun as children, of course, um, at some point our lives had to diverge. As she she graduated a year before me, and she decided to join the military, and she's had a military career, and um, she's still active, and we're going to talk about that today. Um, but before I bring her on, I just want you to know a little bit about her. She joined um, the army in 1986, and after basic training, she was stationed there in Germany, where her Primary responsibilities was in the arms room, and she held the distinctive honor um, of unit armorer. She held these responsibilities in various areas around the world, of course, until she transferred uh, from active duty to Army Reserves in 1991, and. Um, during the Army Reserve, she was actually trained as a civil affairs specialist. In 2003, which I found this is very interesting, and hopefully she and I will get a chance to chat a little bit more about this. In 2003, she applied to become active again, <laughs> but this time as active guard reserve. She was trained as an instructor and as an operations manager, where she processed soldiers and welcomed them to the school, to the schoolhouse. And that's, that's something else we want to discuss while in active duty, she was deployed to Iraq from December 2010 until September 2011. In 2010, she taught ROTC students military discipline, which I think um, all of us can can, can, uh, can <laughs> learn from. And But currently, she works as a civil affairs team sergeant, where she trains soldiers in her unit in the area of management. Sergeant Tribus, welcome, welcome, welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith.
2: Thank you, Dr. Faith. It is an honor, my honor, to sit and talk with you once again. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my heavens! So. From, from the from the days of Patty Cake. Yes.
2: <laughs> And cinnamon toast.
1: <laughs> both humbled and very honored to have you on as our guest today so thank you for stopping by and being willing to share with us um so let's just jump right into this i'd like to know you know we have we're very fortunate in this country to have a very robust military and you know many many branches uh what inspired you specifically you know to join the, the army to join this branch specifically
2: um, Dr. Faith, what inspired me? Would uh, the short answer would be two of my brothers. Um, growing up as a baby in the family, I was a tomboy. So, two of my brothers joined the army when I was a wee kid, and um, they would come home. It seemed always to be like in the middle of the night. So that was okay. exciting to me <laughs> because you you know how it was in the middle of the night. You you know you're in bed. So be yes. quiet. Be quiet. So it was just exciting to me to be awakened in the middle of the night and, you know, looking up to my brothers and one of them is there and I'm hanging on to them and I'm like, I was so fascinated by that, you know, the excitement of being awakened in the middle of the night and by the uniforms. So, Mm of course, you know, whenever they leave, mm -hmm, whenever they leave, if they'd happen to leave, you know, a piece of uniform behind, of course,
1: that was (laughs) mine
2: then. So, you know, I just... I just wanted to be like them, I guess, when I grew up, so... Okay. And, hey, here I am.
1: Okay, and did I understand you to say that they were um, members of the Army as well?
2: Yes, two of okay. my brothers were, hmm
1: Okay, okay. And so, since joining, how have you grown personally? Um,
2: so, growing up in a southern town, I wasn't exposed to many cultures, you know, didn't visit... Well, didn't visit many places, except... The thriving Atlanta area, so um that was a that was one of the highlights of my younger years um, since joining uh, growing and going places, meeting people um i can't I've visited places that, looking back, I can't fathom how I would have gotten out of that small town to visit some of these places, meet some of wow. the people, and do many of the activities I've done. Since I've joined the Army, you know, I love traveling and I love meeting people. Um, they're just good moments as far as me growing to yes. know others and get just experiencing things in life, you know so mm-hmm,
1: that's, mm-hmm. would you personally. say that's been traveling and meeting people has been um, some of your most rewarding experiences?
2: Oh, most definitely. They've been, um, and also, those two are great, and also sharing them with my family when they've been with me, because I've had my mom with me a few times, and my sister, she's traveled with me a few times as well, so, mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what has been, if you can share with us, what has been, you know, since you grew up in small-town Georgia, we both did, what has mm-hmm. been maybe the uh, farthest a uh, place you've visited, as well as perhaps the most different place that you've visited.
2: Um, the farthest I say would be Australia. Okay. Uh huh. And. Or they did you want me to have them to be different places? Because I can tell you a different one. <laughs> and Australia was different in its own way. Or similar uh-huh. also as far as like Sydney because the second part of the journey in Australia I spent it in Sydney and it was a you know, metro, um another metropolis area. So um the most the different one I guess would have been in Iraq.
0: hmm
2: You know, just Very looking at the destitution, yes.
1: Okay. Okay. It, was there anything in the, in the Iraq experience having been there? And we will get to some other things where we can, you know, nosedive into that a little more deeply. But did you find any commonalities, although it was a very different and, and, and pretty desolate when you found it? Did you find any commonalities among the people with anything that you'd experienced here in the States in terms of just mm. our humanity? Just our humanity?
2: I'd say, um, what probably just keeping an open mind about well, one of the things I learned is to keep an open mind and then realize mm-hmm. we're all different, however, we can learn from meeting other people mm-hmm. when we do keep that open mind, so in general, I think people just wanna be heard and understood um mm-hmm. regardless of what they do with that, you know- however they channel that, you know, but um, they just wanna be understood. And heard, and so if someone listens to your words and gives you feedback, you know you're going back and forth. They're showing that they were heard and understood, mm-hmm. or you're asking questions, or you need clarity on what you know what you said, or you're interested. So I think it's just that they need to be heard and understood.
1: Okay. So people from all around the world, even in Iraq, you find common ground. Yes. Yes. I common do. ground. Common ground. Because one mm-hmm. of the, I think one of the most two main things that we can provide to one another, one of the most precious gifts we can provide to one another, is the uh, gift of validity. The gift of letting one know that I hear you, I see you, you are relevant, you are heard, and that can transpire in relationships in a number of ways, from anything from eye contact. In terms of an acknowledgement or a a simple touch, um, be it on the hand or on the shoulder, a handshake even, letting people know that that they're relevant, that they matter. I think that's perhaps a, a, a common human yearning and one thing that uh we could pos- we could possibly uh come together to share <laughs> you know mm-hmm. we could share we could share we go you know i understand you from this perspective i may not agree with everything uh yeah, but and, right. but you know what right here we don't agree with everything so you know there are times when perhaps you and i were playing hopscotch and we didn't agree <laughs> so you know <laughs> you know <laughs> or tic tac toe or tic tac toe absolutely um where we didn't agree, but we understood there was an understanding. Um we're, we're preparing to go to our first break. Um, but as we as we do, I just want to uh, I just want to remind our viewers to call in. If you have a question, our call-in number, um, we will have that for you. We're going to open the phone lines up, but be prepared in our third segment to call in, and Sergeant Tribus will be with us, 888-346-9141, 888-346-9141. Tune in. Hang in there with us. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more. Or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game changing meeting today. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith
3: Brown. Let me just ask you, Sergeant, given your long-distinguished career with the Army and everything you've seen and been exposed to, If you could give one piece of advice to the world at large, what would it be? Um, I'd say,
2: again, I I addressed it earlier, keep an open mind. I mean, because everyone, and reiterate what you and I both said, um, just validating someone else. Give them, and you don't know what they're going to use that. Listening or, you know, that communicating for, but at least you gave them that platform to be heard and understood, you know, give them that moment, you know, to listen to their words and give them feedback as you, you know, and again, you can learn from them as well, you know, mm-hmm. learn, okay, I, you know, because people, uh, there are, oh my goodness, millions of people, so everyone has an opinion about things. And, I've learned, even if I don't agree with those opinions,
3: mm-hmm. hey,
2: you you let them if they have a valid concern if it, as long as it's not detrimental to anyone, you know, just mm-hmm. keep an open mind and let them express themselves. I'd say.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And you um, as well. Yeah. 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 I imagine that um, that bi-directional communication is meaningful, or would yes. be meaningful whether we can. Whether we are fluently in, fluent in one language or the other, that just yeah. making the attempt <laughs> to connect is important.
2: I and would I've then. learned, I'm sorry. Hmm? Please continue. Okay, and I've learned that since you mentioned the language, they, if they know you don't speak their language, or even like I'll try to speak a few words in their language, and then they're like, oh, you're. You're American, so – and then they'll try to talk with you. They'll switch over to accented English, so
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's – it's a, Yeah. Anytime we make an attempt to connect with someone in their own language, it's validating for them, and and oftentimes quite surprising. (laughs) It's quite surprising, (laughs) but I think that they're pleasantly surprised by the attempt, and I think perhaps English is taught all over the world, so certainly, you know, bilateral communication or them being able to speak our languages is something I think that we've come to expect, but it would be wonderful if we all made an attempt to um, speak their language as well to connect in that way. Again, given your tenure relationship with the military, you've experienced both wartime and peacetime. And since you've experienced both, let me just ask you this question: Once you left um, active duty, and uh, you know, went to you joined the, the the reserves, what inspired you to go active again?
2: Hmm. You know, I've. Hmm. I really, I think I re- I missed the camaraderie um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: of the military. its And I've heard, you know, I've talked to people who have since gotten out, you know, separated from the military, and it's the same thing because you know, regardless of whatever's going on in your background or what you've come, what co- um, culture you've come from, um, this culture, this military, our backs are against each other. And so mm-hmm. we have that person that family outside of mm-hmm. our own biological family, we have that person or that group of people who will be there and do whatever it takes to, you know, make things right for me if there's a wrong, something, you know, I've been wronged or just be there standing side by side with me for whatever. What wow. come what may.
3: <laughs> wow, you so, feel like someone has your back at all times.
2: Yes, exactly.
3: So, how was, how was once you left active duty, how did it feel to come back to civilian life? What was reintegrating like for you? Um,
2: reintegrate back into the... Civilian military. life.
3: Oh, civilian, civilian life initially.
2: Life. You are breaking up. I apologize. Can you repeat Civi- that again?
3: Civilian life initially? What was that mm-hmm. like for you?
2: Um... There is okay I've heard and experienced the reintegration process myself and I was wondering how do you get back to your normal there's really no normal to return to whatever that you know your idea of normal is you just have to create a new normal which I was a little surprised because I asked the fellow soldier when how he got back to his normal self um and he stated that being in all the chaos, you have he said, "I intentionally went to a mall, he got a coffee, and sat at a table in the midst of that chaos and so you know you're just you're trying to escape any you know you're you intentionally escape chaos, he intentionally sought it, trying to get back to his new normal so and I that resonated with me because I know I, um, I experienced the same thing. So I just haven't had that chance to go out and get that coffee and sit mm-hmm. at the table or get my tea, I guess I should say. I'm not a coffee drinker, but sit at the table and just have the chaos going on, you know. And, oh, my goodness, one of my mom's. Really, she brought this to me. She said, you know what, peace, and that's one of the intentionally um, taking time in the midst of that chaos. She said, the peace that you see, you see the storm. She had a um, picture, I believe, she saw of a bird, and all around this bird, there were, you know, just things blowing. You could see the um, birds, I mean, I'm sorry, um, leaves and trees bending and whatnot, and this bird is hanging onto this branch and just sitting there. Hmm. He's not fluttering, no wings fluttering or anything, and that's what I guess we're trying to, we have to create that peace. So, Hmm. in the midst of, so, yes.
3: In the midst of, so, and and that is what it feels like when you're reintegrating back into civilian life. You're trying Mm -hmm. to, you're trying to find that. You're still trying to find that place. Yes. I'd like to explore that a little bit more. We're preparing to go to our next break. Our time just kind of flies when you're, <laughs> when you're immersed <laughs> in these very robust conversations. Um, but we like to pick up um, where we left off or leaving off with, with trying to gain an understanding, really, of those lenses because we have folks who are coming back and who've seen a lot of things and experienced a lot of things. And oftentimes, there's that disconnect between what they've experienced and what their families have understood those experiences to be, as well as who that person is. So, um, do you mind if we pick up there when we get back? Oh, no. No, no. Wonderful. Wonderful. Stay with us. Uh, Please stick with us, folks. You're listening to Laughing Rally, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my guest, Sergeant Tribus. We'll be right back.
0: Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more. Or visit DrFaithBrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first Service. Call 212 729 5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals, and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at DrFaithBrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown.
3: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith, and my guest, Sergeant Tribus, who's been very, very generous in sharing her experiences um, during her time in the military, and just before we went to break, we were discussing what the process of reintegration um, is like for a soldier returning from um, returning home and trying to assume or gain a sense of normalcy, and even if that means creating a new a new sense of normal. So um, let's just pick up there, Sergeant Tribus, in terms of what your experience what you've experienced or heard from your colleagues or comrades about reintegrating into civilian life. Is there something specifically that um, our families should understand about this process? Since you've been on both sides, you were active, then inactive, and then you went active again. So is there something that families uh, should families and friends should understand, and um, there's a lot to be said for being able to uh, walk a mile in someone else's shoes, but this this particular journey, I would think would be kind of difficult for anyone to walk mm-hmm. in, let alone you know a family member. so is there anything In particular, given your lenses that you could share with our audience um, regarding their loved ones or family members reintegrating, trying to reintegrate into civilian life? Um, I'd say please be patient. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Great. So when you leave, when your loved one leaves their family. They have that mental, we have that mental picture in our head. That picture stays with us during our time away. So when we return, we're expecting that picture. No one's any bigger. No one's doing anything other than what they were doing when we left. Um, but what we when we return, what we get is... Oh, my goodness, someone who's driving, someone who's walking, if they weren't walking before we left, um, that person in their lives being more self-sufficient, you know, so it's just depending on that picture you have in your head. So um, I say just be, please be patient. Um, Just as you were, you know, when you met that person, they didn't know what was going on with you, so you... We're very open. You have to be transparent with them. So, this is your nude loved one, and that's on both sides. So, share your feelings and just understand that they may not want to talk about it sometimes. Again, that's where that patience comes in, you know. So, and it's nothing against you, it's just they're processing it, you know, trying to come to terms with what they've encountered. So, and I know I keep going back and forth for them or we. Um, But just try to understand that, you know, being patient on both sides and keeping an open mind again, um, we have to reintegrate into, once we return, we reintegrate into all walks of life. We come face Mm -hmm. to face with you. We're driving our own car. We're going shopping, you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be new. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, everyone's growing in different ways during that absence, so you know you're just again you'll have to grow together into that new both of you because you have to relearn each other. If that's well, you know,
1: well,
3: it sounds as if um, the 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 soldier left, and for some period of time desired and expected time to stand still, kind of unconsciously. Oh yes. <laughs> I am yes. just stand still, as you state it. And so when you're returning and things are different, you know, as you stated, the, the, little Sarah is walking, or, yes. you know, teenage Tom is now driving, Exactly. and let alone there's new construction, that there is kind of this reconciliation process that has to take place mentally to kind of to get to 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 gain that that mental initially and then understand okay, um, I need to adjust. There's an adjustment period. Yes, definitely. Huh. Okay. Because Have, what I'm is the most challenging about that? What what because I I'm hearing from, you know, other you know, there are veterans in my office, there are I talk to soldiers all the time who say to me, Well my family just doesn't understand. What is it that they cannot audibly express to their families, what is it that we're not getting? What do we need to be patient. But what is the one thing? Because sometimes it's hard to articulate, number one, and then it's sometimes even harder to say what you want to say uh, for fearing that you'd offend a family member. So since you are an objective uh, representative, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> to, all, to all people know all people, you know, all families, what is the one thing we're not getting? What is that message? Because I hear that my family, they just don't understand. What does that, what does that how does that translate, Sergeant Tribe? What does that really mean? Mm,
2: I'd say, well, one, I believe I'm, I'm understanding you. I, what it translates to, to um, for me is I think when your loved one isn't able to They need to reconcile that picture that they had in their head, first of all, with what is really going on, and then come to grips with it. So, And then they're like, oh, my goodness, okay, so what can I share with them that won't, you know, have them thinking, oh, my goodness, you can't be in this thing anymore. I need you to resign, which is, you know, it's not really... um, we can't really do that in the military, so you're you're trying to figure out what to share with them. You're it, we go into protection mode as well, so it's like okay, what can I say to them that won't have them thinking, "Oh my goodness, what was going on?" So you, I don't know. It's just I don't. I can't say. I don't think there's one answer, but I know mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. getting that picture. That picture that you leave within your head of your family, yeah, just reconciling that with what you what you've come home to, yeah, and also what you're able to share with them as far as your experiences. And so I know my sister. When I talked with her, I came home and I said some stuff to her, and she was like, she she was very. Um, very supportive the entire time. So she came to, um, before I left, she came to visit me. And she actually said, once I came back, she said she didn't notice a difference in me. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, we are talking, I'm, why don't you know, sisters, why didn't you say something to me? Well, I can't, I'm, I don't, so she had to come to that same thing, like, I don't know what to say to you. So it's a struggle on both sides as far as what, um, Speaking it out loud, you know articulating it, so mm-hmm. um again that's that that's where that patience comes in, so, and if sometimes I think about it, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe if I can write it down and mm-hmm. reread it, maybe I can articulate what I really want to say, you know, so, or mm-hmm. what's really going on or has gone on that I can share with you, you know?
3: One of the soldiers that I have spoken with said to me, Dr. Brown, the person that leaves to go to the military is not the person that comes back. Mm-hmm, and, yes. the, and so the family who is expecting the person who left to be the person that comes back is the disconnect, is one of the major disconnects. That, mm-hmm. you know, we are, we, we are forever changed by our experiences. We've seen a lot. We've done a lot. And sometimes we've done things that we didn't even understand. And that's hard to articulate. So we're forever changed. And because we're forever changed, we're that changed person walking back into an environment that has been basically stable, that mm-hmm. the family wants uh, or expects the person who left to be the person okay. that comes back. And that's often not the case.
2: Sure. Correct. You and that's all I totally agree because I know when I came back, I was not the same, but also my family, they weren't the same because they were trying to figure out how to, you know, how to embrace it. I mean, they were still being themselves as far as loving me and supporting me and everything sure, and sure, um, sure. just but. You know, they're still, you you know, looking like, okay, because they will watch the news and see what's going on. And and one of my commanders, she told me, she said, make sure you tell your family not to watch because that way they don't get, you know, don't go through this point. Don't do that. Don't use that as your source, watching Mm -hmm. the news. Mm -hmm. Talk to your family member while they're over there. Don't go to the news as your source for Mm -hmm. everything that's going on. So talk mm-hmm. with them, and again, while you're over there, keep the lines of communication open. You know, if you're able to reach back and forth on both, you know, both sides of the water. So, um, yes, we both have to. Both sides have to read I'm sorry.
3: That's great advice. That's great mm-hmm. advice. Not to use the news as a source because, of course, the news is the news. But having direct contact exactly. with the loved one is perhaps um, the better. Of the two. Yes, <laughs> the it the is, two. definitely. Yes. And, once, and once one can either hear your voice or at least receive a, receive a communication back, you yes. have a sense of uh, wellness and what's going on, perhaps, with the loved one. And, and, and I think because there are things that the soldier cannot talk about, you, know, you just can't. You just can't talk about um, everything that goes on, all of your experiences, and sometimes where you are even located in the world. You know, having a sense of uh, care and uh, sense of security, even around that, I think, because you know, it is not that part is not limited to military life. There are times when uh, there are families who are uh, whose husbands or wives are in law enforcement. Who cannot divulge all of the information and the family has yes. to quote-unquote understand what is going on so you're asked to understand in the blind and when asked to understand in the blind from you know people who want to know everything <laughs> yes. we end up having to create a new sense of normalcy as well as security around that as long as it may be coming up with a code as long as you know until I Say these words, just know that I'm okay. Until, you know, I sound the alarm in a certain way, just know that I'm okay. Even when yes. I can't articulate exactly what I want to say, until I say these words, know that I'm okay. Um, so we found that, you know, from speaking with uh, soldiers who have reintegrated, that having a code, a family code, helps in the area of communication. Would you also say that that? Is valuable is a valuable asset to bring into the family relationship.
2: You, that is, and if it, and this is you're saying, if you're out in public or something, or if you're saying that
3: no, just... in the family unit, just wherever you are in the world, if you're concerned about the family member, um, we've we've heard we're going to we're going to pick this up. We're going to go back to go to break in a second here. But what we've heard is when there is a gap in communication, whether the soldier is abroad still on active duty or has come home and there is just a lack of communication we're, we're, we're not effectively communicating that everyone around will know everything is okay unless I say the word blue just know that I'm okay <laughs> right. yes that is because a that personal code of communication
2: that is, that is a wonderful wonderful idea Mm-hmm. Um and also now before you as to when you're home with that loved one face to face, make sure they understand I don't want you to panic. You know, to go yeah. through everything. Right. right. This is right. just to say I'm not you know, not detrimental just that you know, it's not okay right now.
3: It's not okay so right now. Don't we, we... panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. We will elaborate just a little bit more about that when we get back. Please stay tuned. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my guest, Sergeant Travis. We'll be right back.
0: Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more. Or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals, and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown.
3: Welcome back, everyone. You've been listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my special guest. Sergeant Tribus, who's been very generous in sharing her experiences with us. And right before we left to go to break, we were discussing perhaps um, ways that we can um, assist families and, and, and help them assist their loved ones in reintegrating back into civilian life. This happens to be a very challenging uh, process for many, not for everyone, but for many. And since this is the platform that seeks to eradicate all barriers, laughing loudly and loving deeply and trying to bring you real solutions to real problems, we thought perhaps we would um, nosedive a little bit more into this topic. Um, there have been a couple of things that Sergeant Tribus has shared with us in terms of helping a loved one reintegrate back into civilian life, and she's, she's also mentioned one other thing, and we'll get into that, and the first thing is uh, to have patience have patients with a loved one who's reintegrating back, and secondly, um, she signs off on something that is done with a lot of ther- therapists who are working with uh, soldiers who may be experiencing PTSD, and that is having a communication code system, <laughs> and until almost as if, you know, we're we're looking at the red light that has the three lights, the, 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 the red, the yellow, and the green, that until, you know, as long as everything is green and yellow, and we have those those code words that everything is fine until you hear the word that symbolizes alarm that everything is okay. And I think finally, um, Sergeant Tribus uh, signed off on the fact that perhaps the person who went away, that it's incumbent on everyone in the family to just really understand that the person who went away is not necessarily the person who comes back. So having patience in that process and recognizing that they've seen and experienced things that perhaps we would never see and understand is, is, is actually an important part of the integration process. You would mentioned early on, Sergeant Tribus, the concept of camaraderie and someone having back, and perhaps that was maybe part of the inspiration for going active again. When one reintegrates, is that something that a soldier may, in fact, miss? Um, it, it, because the family will say, I have your back but it seems like it's a little different when the family has your back versus when your comrades have your back. Um,
2: Yes, it is, Dr. Faith, because your family is that one. I mean, they both know you and they love you. Um, Your family speaks that out, out loud. Mm -hmm. Your family, your military family, they exhibit it by, I mean, you're... Sharing some food with, if you're out there doing, you know, an exercise and they'll share some food with you, you know, that's your buddy. They just, it's something that small or um, throwing them a bottle of water or, you know, just, it's a different way. Oops. Is that a banana nut? What um muffin? Can I have mm-hmm. it? Hey, battle, mm-hmm. that's yours. Have you have it? You know, so um, it's a different feeling. I mean, this it's kind of the same but different, except I guess more. <laughs> I don't even want to. <laughs> I just thought of a word, but I don't know if i use that one. Um, being that it's the military, I guess more manly, I don't know, a way mm-hmm. of expressing themselves. So with your family, it's, you know, you're hugging your mom, and you're, we don't do too much of that with the military. So not the touchy-feely things, but, oh, my goodness, if you need me to do so, if I need to reach out and touch someone, as far as them messing with you, that's the Army as well, you know. So um
3: Seems like both of them are saying, I got you, but I've got you in a different way. You're, you're, yes. you're in active duty in a sense and you're protecting all of us who are here at home. And, but, yes. but with your comrades, you are like arm in arm, neck in neck, eyeball to eyeball. I got you. We are going to defend our folks back home. So it sounds like, you know, the, uh, mantra, oh, I got you is a little different because you are serving to protect us. So it's a softer, I, I got you when you're home versus when you're out, um, when you're out and actively um, engaged in whatever task you're engaged, that it is uh, designed to protect everyone else back home. Yes. And perhaps not just back home, maybe around the world. (laughs) 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 Sounds like it. it. Would you say that's true? It is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me just ask you how has um, as we as we wind down, we only have a few more minutes here. How has the Army influenced your personal relationship
2: i um, i can 't say i don't know if it's helped me well, it has I guess I was thinking about some things um, it has helped me i guess cut through the all of the side chatter, I guess you know you go straight to the bottom line, okay, this mm-hmm. is what's going on. you don't put up with a lot of mess <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of you know I, I I don't sweat the small stuff you move I move about every with me in my career i've moved about every three to five years, so i don't get too attached to the proverbial things. So I've learned if I you know, coming back from the desert I didn't have my cell phone while I was over there and so my um if I don't have my cell phone I'm so okay with it. It helps you prioritize. Um um it's just one of my That's friends told one. me a, a friend <laughs> a of mine
3: told,
2: Yeah, and I'm with the cell phone oh with the prioritizing which one? <laughs> Both both um, with the cell phone, you know, I just think, okay, I remember my mom's number and my sister's number, so as long as I can reach them, they're like my outreach. <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. So I can reach them, and they'll let people know if they can call one of them. Oh, she's Angie's okay. So um, a gentleman friend of mine who he was prior Air Force told me one time, he said because he, I guess he noticed some behavior I was ex- um, exhibiting, he told me he was like, that I need to kind of, he said, you know, being in the military, he said you kind of sort of have to, when you're dealing with the civilians, kind of sort of schizophrenic, you have to turn it off, that Mm -hmm. military mindset and Mm. just, you know, deal with, yeah, you have to just listen to what they're saying. Don't try to fix things or, you know, analyze it and go, oh, well, this is what we can do. And, you know, he said just, you know, just, stay right there in the moment with them and go by their cues, you know, don't Mm. you know, yeah, turn it down some. So (laughs) I said, Oh, okay. And I, I it was constructive criticism and I was like, Okay, thank you you know, so it it did sting a little because I was like, Hey, but what's wrong with me? So um but yeah, it was it was it was very um very eye opening that light bulb mm-hmm. came on i was like okay i got it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my my persona had to come down off of the that wonderful energy that i have from the military so
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So, so, so it sounds like um, you know they're all skill sets that we all can can learn and then use and use perhaps more frequently than we do. And I, I just want to thank you so much as we wind down. This program is coming to an end, but I think mm-hmm. you've imparted some jewels today that will allow families to one better understand their loved ones and perhaps how they can assist them in the reintegration process, along with mm-hmm. some things that they can take away, i.e., you know, really what's important in life. You know, can we prioritize a little better? Can we, you know, sit down and listen a little more in- intentionally and intently? You know, can we be more intentional with how we share love and, and how we express it? So thank you so much, Sergeant Fribus. This welcome. has been um, eye-opening for me and I'm sure for a lot of the audience. So guys, as you go about your day, we just ask you to um, meditate a little bit on what Dr., what, what Sergeant Fribus has Share it with us and take a little time to laugh a little louder and love a little deeper. Until next time, take care, guys. We'll see you later.
0: Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Laughing loudly, loving deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Dr. Faith Brown hopes to speak to you again next week. And remember to always make time to laugh and love.